Lucas. 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 Will you listen? She ate my AirPods. Oh. Wednesday. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. What happened? I didn't know she could jump on chairs, but she's told us, even though she's miniature, she's told herself to jump. I don't ever let my parents ever hear this. Um, <laughs> she jumped. She She's such a little gray ghost. You can sneak through the tiniest cracks. She ghosted through a crack in the door, jumped up in an armchair, got onto a coffee table, and she was like, oh, AirPods, so cool, yum, and then ate them. <laughs> well, they are cool. They are. They were cool, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do they still work? Absolutely not in any way. Okay. They're destroyed. Yeah, Very good. two perfect puncture marks well, in each earbud. There is Dave's present to you for Christmas. We are rolling, so just, just to make you, make you aware <laughs> of that, we have to start off with something about the dog because it's tradition yeah. now. <laughs> it's tradition. Exactly. And she is on my lap, yes. destroying the lid of a pen. Chewing a pen that you used to like. Well, I love that pen. Oh, yeah. well. And yeah. now look. Yeah, it's so much nicer. She loves the, the toys that she finds for herself rather than the toys that we give her. So yes. she found a tennis ball in a churchyard and that's her favourite toy. But AirPods were good too. Yeah. And, and a lid of this pen. Have you thrown out the AirPods or are you just letting her play with them still? <laughs> um, they're going to the recycling, to the electronic recycling place. Oh, great. I have a TV yeah. here in Morecambe, I'm waiting to go. So I'll maybe you'll pick that up on the way. Swing by. Exactly. Absolutely. Thank you yep. very much. Appreciate that. So... I don't know. I don't know what you do with AirPods because they're so small, but they're just going. They're just going to the electric recycling place. Unless oh. Apple will take them. Yeah, that they might. They might replace them they for might. you. I actually got them replaced already. Okay. With great personal expense. Right. <laughs> if, okay, yeah. I'm not going to get into it. But I don't have any other headphones. I just have one set, but I've had them for a couple of years, and they've been great until Wednesday. Hmm. Well, the big headphones you have on you now. Yeah, they don't fit into the Apple. These are my work headphones. Oh, of course. They, they don't, nothing, the fits in, nothing fits into the Apple thing. But you can get, are, yeah. you can like get a, a um, you can get a, what do you call it? A, a, an adapter, an lightning adapter. to jack. I'm not going around with big studio headphones in my ears, though, when I go on my contemplative walks. Well, I'm thinking of walking around with the DTs on me. They're big. Oh, sorry, for, for people who, are, who so are listening. Cool yeah, sorry. It, they're, they're, it's not delirium tremens from drinking I'm talking about. It's DT100 <laughs> headphones, which are big studio headphones, which I have on my head. And you walk around with them and say, excuse me, lovey, I'm a broadcaster. <laughs> you do look like a broadcaster in those headphones. That's Nobody the only reason we have. doesn't look, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's all optics. It is, exactly. And you know, like these headphones, I'm using the same kind of headphones. I remember using them probably as early as about 1983, 84. Really? They haven't changed. Because we still have them in work. Yeah, well. yeah. It's the same ones, yeah. the DT100 or DT150s now that they're new ones, but they're mm. still the very, very same. They're very, they're great headphones. They're really good headphones. Hmm. Yeah. Enough of the uh, technical. Should we, uh, should we start the, we've done the dog and we've talked about headphones. It's all exciting stuff this morning. Um, should we kick on? Hello and oh. welcome to Look At Will You Listen. Now, for anybody, uh, for anybody <laughs> who came in late, you can just press the red button and it starts there. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where was I? I don't know. Two radioheads going through six subjects in about 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. That's it. And we don't know what each other's subjects are. And about half the time, I don't know what my subjects are Your until I look down, to are. be fair. Uh, you're welcome to contribute. Look at it at uniquemedia.ie or tweet Look at Podcast on Twitter at Look at Podcast. I'm Al Dunn and... I'm Neve Bennett. Mm. So I believe... Ish. Just yes. one thing before we start. Kevin last yes. week was on on wondering. Last week we were 43, I think was the episode. And I called it Austria. I don't know the relevance of that. Well, actually, let's go back one before that. I, I think you probably do know the relevance of 42. The ultimate question. No, oh, I don't. 
did you ever read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. I ah, Neve. <laughs> You've caught me out on air. Douglas Go Adams. It is fantastic. But the uh, I'm not going to go through it because it would take too long. But the ultimate question to life, the universe and everything. The answer to that is 42. Wow. Hmm. That's, that's useful. That I'll is useful. That. Um, read the books. What do I you, use it for? Okay, uh, great. For everything. That's that's just the answer. Austria, by the way, was uh, the 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 code for Austria. You know when you're in Ireland, yeah, got to go 00353. The code yes. for Austria is 0043. How do you know that? <laughs> because when I'm pressing save on this, I go, oh, it's 43. Google, what will I call it? <laughs> and that's unless you give me, which you have done on occasion, you know, oh yeah, that's the that's the atomic number for selenium. Because you know that kind of stuff. And then I call it selenium. That wasn't I, a great, that uh, wasn't a great impression of you, but it's as good as it gets. No, uh, the only reason that I didn't find that a great impression of me is because I, I, I got busted. I just, just forgot to turn off my phone. Ah, you right. see. <laughs> and I, I put mine on, on airplane mode. There's a load Better of... Uh, than me today. There's a load of... Uh, the guys in, in work today, most of them work from home, and we're on a WhatsApp group. I was in here doing two ads earlier on, and uh, there's a load in the paper this morning. They're discussing on WhatsApp instead of doing a call. And they just kept bloody beeping. And every time I, I just about nailed the ad, you know, beep. Uh, and I was thinking, I'll yeah. turn that off. No, I'll have a good, oh. another go at it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's so heartbreaking when you just, because it takes actually a bit of time. To, oh, it does. To do a 20 second ad. You know, you have to do a couple of takes and figure out where your emphasis is going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. And then if someone comes in at the end of a really beep. good one, you're like, oh, that wasn't just 20 seconds work. That was like 40 minutes work. And now it's destroyed. It's exactly. Again. It was like, so a, sale now on. Enjoy it all. Beep. Ah. You know? <laughs> anyway. Oh, no. Yes. It was one, not only once, not only twi- two or three times. And of course, it's I said, so I'll turn it off. I'll turn it off. But I didn't. Such an, it's an art form because you have to get it into the 20 seconds. You have to hit the right words. Yep. You have to, uh, the right pitch, pace, uh, pause. You got to get your speed right. You got to get the message. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I've been there. I've been there. Hmm. And it sounded like a lovely restaurant I was doing the, the ad for as well. It's in Belfast. Oh. I have to go up there. Great food in Belfast. Yeah. I went to Belfast February 2020, just before the pandemic. Yeah. Couldn't get in anywhere because we hadn't booked anywhere. And there, all the places were all booked out. But we had some great food. So, yeah, it was hopping back then. Actually, I went up there right about two years ago um, to get my car serviced because it was much cheaper up there. Um, and that they, they you, you leave your car into the place. It's on the outskirts of the city. They give you a taxi. They taxi you into the city for the wow. day. And there was a mate of mine running the radio station up there, so I spent a bit of time with him. Uh, but uh, then they, when, when they're finished, they call you and say, we're finished, we're sending a taxi for you, and then you go and get your car. And it's still cheaper than here. But anyway, um, really? they, they taxied me into the city, and I said, uh, where, where can we go for breakfast? And they sent us to an Italian place. And it was a really interesting breakfast. It was, um, it was, it was eggs and bacon effectively on on some bruschetta. It was it was bruschetta, but with with pesto and a load of Italian stuff on it. Wow! And I wasn't sure whether this would work or not. It was fantastic. I have never not had great food in Belfast. Well, there you go. I can't even there remember the name of the place. But the, the, it was it was, it, and it, the, there weren't many people in there even. Because it was well, you don't go to Italian for breakfast, do you? Don't think about Italian for breakfast. Exactly, no, but it was it was really really good. Um, listen, we're we're nearly 
eight minutes in. There's the dog. Nearly eight minutes in. Should we? Should we start? Let's start. Let's put the dog on the floor. With your extensive, extensive um, research. Oh, I can still kind of close the pen. That's good. She left me a little. She left me enough that I can close it. That's good. That's good. So, my first piece today. Yes. Is in the topic of current affairs, and Mm. the dog is trying to climb back up to eat the rest of the pen. And it is from RTE.ie. Remote work sees villages benefit from move back home, which we all knew was kind of happening, but apparently it's really happening. So since the pandemic began, there's been a shift in working patterns with many people leaving bigger cities and returning to small towns and villages where they can work remotely, which is wonderful, I think, for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. And if I I didn't live in Dublin, if if I had grown up somewhere else, I probably, especially if I had a bit of ocean, can, I'd can probably I, be back there too. Can I just say, you you didn't grow up in Dublin, you did live oh, somewhere yeah, else. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I'm not going <laughs> to... Why let the truth get in, in the way of a story? <laughs> I meant if I grew up somewhere else in Ireland, like if I, my dad's from Bandoran, if I had grown up in Bandoran, I would 100% be, sorry, the, the dog's growling at the door, that means it's wee wee time. All right. Good girl. So you have to tell her she's a good girl because she's able to ask for her wee now. Okay. Good girl. No, she's out weeing. That's the kind of uh, thing if we were professional we'd cut out, but we won't. Yes, well, someday we'll be back in the studio. Yeah, and the dog will probably be brought in here too. Oh, 100% in her little bag. Hmm. Yes, I'm going to get a sling for her so I can wear her. Oh, very good. My front. Uh, yes, So, which I think is a lovely thing. I mean, not only for hopefully driving down the cost of house prices here and freeing up availability, but regeneration of urban, I mean, regeneration of rural spaces, blah, 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 etc. So at O'Connor's of Drumleck, close to Castle Castle Bellingham in County Louth, the uh, head honcho there, uh, managing director rather, same thing, (laughs) John O'Connor, same thing, yes. He says, we would find a big drive since COVID hit that people are looking for a better work-life balance. A lot of people who were doing the big commute now spend time working from home and realize the benefits, which is huge. I know so many people who do an absolutely gigantic and horrific commute every morning mm-hmm. and every evening, obviously. And I'm really lucky in that just totally coincidentally, I don't have to because I happen to live 15 minutes away from where I work. Well, it depends on where you're positioned in the program, but you're moved around and it's never more than 15 minutes away from RTE. That's true. But if you leave at the wrong time, it'll take an hour to Mm. get from my house to RTE. So you kind of, well, I would used to cycle or walk, but um, yeah, because the traffic is mental. But yeah, I think it's um, amazing that we're now being offered things like hybrid working times and, uh, you know, the the possibility of living maybe where your parents live or where you grew up that kind of thing so uh i think you know if if employer once employers saw that the job could be done and would be done when people excuse me were at home there was less less caution on their side that people will be sitting at home doing absolutely nothing now people are sitting at home in their jams but that doesn't really make any difference um it doesn't make any difference because you can always put it i maintain that if you put a blazer over anything you look professional. Totally, totally agree with you. <clears throat> but sorry, that was a quick cough. We had the, I had the, the, the mute button on. Um, no, I agree with you. I think it's great that people can work it out. I, I know a, a girl who who is currently working from India because she really? she had a had a child went went uh, back to work and decided to go home for a couple of months and she's now working from India. So she works. She starts work at two o'clock her time at home and works until whatever time in the evening. 
Employer That's a late is, one. But... It is, but well, no, two, two, two to ten. Um, the employer is perfectly happy with this because the job is still being done. She's happy. Um, her, her family are now seeing the child. You uh, can trust people. Yeah, absolutely. For the most part, to do their work. Yes, for the most part. Yes, for the most part. Uh, which I think is wonderful because I'm all about work-life balance and I'm all about trying to get out of the office as much as is physically possible because I don't like sitting still. Well, I'm all about I'm all about uh, getting out of work in general. Yeah, I know that. You know that. Don't like the You're work. the boss, though. Well, but, but still, still have to do something. <laughs> I think what what you must miss, though, because you were a great one for talking to people, or people talking to you. They come over and talk to you. <laughs> now, but whether you actually uh, yes. miss that or not is another thing. Maybe that's a different thing. At first, it's great because part of my job is writing, and part of my job is recording, yeah. and part of my job is admin. So it's kind of a bit of everything, and there's other bits and bobs in the middle. So it's quite hard when you're writing. Mm. So that's why I would love hybrid working hours because then I could do all that kind of stuff at home and then you come in for all the rest of it and you get... I didn't realize how valuable chatting on the stairs was. I didn't realize that a lot of my socializing was done at work. I didn't know that. I didn't know how much I loved the people I work with. I didn't know any of that and now I feel lonely. So three days in, two days out is the dream. (laughs) Exactly, and that's probably the way it's going to be. But probably after, um, it'll it'll probably be next uh, March or April before that kind of thing happens, in my view, given what's happened this week. We're already allowed to apply for hybrid working conditions. You get your case reviewed. Yeah, there you go. Well, my my daughter, as you know, works in RT and I think she has been told she'll be doing two days in and three days out. Or is it the that's other way around? Excellent. Mm. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. Yeah, but she's not. She's not necessarily. She can do her stuff at home. The program people can't. I did say to you that I was out there. I'm out next week actually covering breakfast uh, for a Are couple you? of days. Yeah, but when you it it is. I won't be up. But if what, I was, I'll, I'll give you a call and we can zoom it. <laughs> um, it. It is like a ghost town. It's really really. Yeah, quiet it's there. creepy. It's a bit sad. It's sad, and I miss people, and I miss going for tea with people and I didn't realise how valuable it was. There you go. Uh, speaking of tea. All right, I probably should move on to my current affairs. Yes. We're almost halfway through. Um, and I, I, I do remember this. I went through it yesterday and I meant to go through and mark out the interesting pieces this morning. But this morning was exceptionally busy. I was just saying to you, I've done um, a, load of, a load of ads and design and whatever. So I, I didn't have much time to go through it. But I do know it's about... It's about um, the quality of fabric in your clothes indicates a staying pair. It's crucial that you care for your clothes the right way. All clothing items shouldn't be treated equally. For example, bright and dark colours and delicate fabrics require more specialised care than others, like whites, cottons and other easy-to-care-for fabrics. This I'm talking about a study by the University of Leeds and Procter & Gamble. Those lads who make the likes of Purcell etc etc why would they be doing a study on this found that washing clothes on the coldest shortest cycle in the washing machine makes them last longer I'm sure it does I always treat clothes like they are delicate and I think that's why they last longer for me Mm -hmm. I'd never bang them in at 60 degrees I am very because I grew up in a house where my mom is brilliant at keeping clothes really nicely and she's one of those people who folds stuff with tissue paper in between it's all of her everything my mom owns is perfect Mm -hmm. so I'm not perfect but I try yes and I do try to do wash things at the lowest possible temperature and all that. Well, the study compared the colour loss, dye staining and microfiber loss of dozens of t-shirts from common brands uh, and when they were washed in 40 degrees for 85 minutes and 25 degrees water, cold washing for 30 minutes, they lasted longer. Wow. There's a load more here which I'd love to go through but it's far too in-depth 
And I should have gone through it earlier to give you the highlights. If you want to talk, I'll try and find them. <laughs> now, I'll, that, it was just purely based, based on that. If you're trying to get rid of most tough set-in stains that want to kill germs, then bump up the temperature. So that's for what? Sheets? Towels? Um, it just says in general. Okay. Yeah, hot water is very best for soiled clothing or for loads like underwear or towels. There you go, where you want to remove germs and allergens. Think of it this way, again, if you well, get rid of most tough set-in stains, you want to kill germs, then bump up the temperature. I read this yesterday, I thought it was better than that, to be honest with you. That is very interesting. It's food for thought. Yes. Except for blood. You can wash, like if you bleed all over your t-shirt, you're supposed to wash it at low temperature, I believe. I don't know. All kinds of soaking goes on first, though. Yeah. That's hard to get out. Generally, if there's a bit of blood, I, I put that purple stuff on it. What's it called? Um, uh, vanish. Vanish, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Throw that on it and... and, and not that I, I would bleed that often on my clothes. You know, it just depends on how bad the shaving was that morning. Dave has a bleeding ear. He gets this. <laughs> is, is it because of the shaving? Because <laughs> I bit it. No. Um, it's <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. I forgot about the most obvious answer. <laughs> it's because his hands and his ears bleed in the cold because he's terrible circulation, which isn't funny. But, uh, <laughs> but that's why you're laughing. Right he does listen yeah. to this, remember that. <laughs> so he bleeds all over the pillowcases. And I only have nice pillowcases because it's one of my things in life that I just feel like you spend so much time sleeping, you may as well love your mm-hmm. sheets. So they're all destroyed and there's just blood all over them. Because it's really hard to get it out. Yeah, but do not try the vanish trick that I do. You have to do it every day and then you're, <laughs> oh, you spend my life soaking. Oh, it's easier just to buy new ones. <laughs> So we have stained pillowcases from his bleeding ear. There are some things you probably shouldn't talk about on the uh, on the podcast. There are, but mm. I think they're the most fun. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Uh, right. Shall Does we have a bleeding ear? All right. <laughs> Oi, you have a bleeding Shall ear, mate. <laughs> Shall we move to culture? I think we probably should. That's not a bad thing to do. Hello, a teddy bear has been brought to me so I can throw it instead of being um, talking to Al. That's okay. nice. Thank well, you, Stevie. Throw Thank the teddy you. bear. It's probably far more interesting than talking to me. From The Guardian, Kanye West officially changed his name to Yay. Uh, so, yes, big news this week. Los Angeles judge approves request of rapper, producer and fashion designer to legally change his name. So he's simply going to be known as Yay as of last monday yeah uh, his name used to be kanye omari west which i think is actually a wonderful name but no now he's just yeah he's got no middle and no last names and he explained in a radio interview last year because this has been in the works since about 2018 he says i believe yay or ye or whatever i don't know how you biblically pronounce it is the most commonly used word in the bible and in the bible it means you so so i guess ye uh, oh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I reckon it's, I have Googled this and apparently his version is, is yay, mm. like Kanye. So I'm you, I'm us, it's us, he said. Uh, his name went from Kanye, which means the only one, to just yay, being a reflection of our good, our bad, our confused, our everything. So uh, the 44-year-old is now yay, officially, and don't call him Kanye if you see him on the street today. Yeah. You see, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> but why? What's the... Well, it, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. 
Or good or bad or confused or everything. A good. I don't know that that, I don't know that explains it to me. But no. He doesn't need to explain himself to he me. He doesn't. He's got loads and loads of money and he's probably he's got too much time curious. to be up himself and thinking about what can I do next that'll be different or keep me in the news or whatever. Does he still have hits? He still has hits. Yeah. Four kids and hits. Right. Currently going through a divorce. You'd think he'd have an awful lot on that he'd be like, oh, let me just take the day off. But no, he's changing his name as well. Better things to be doing. At least Brian Wilson during the 60s had an excuse. He was on drugs all the time for coming out with rubbish. You know what I mean? But, you know, I don't get it. It's maybe like the ultimate mark of having made it. You know, Cher, Madonna, Prince. Yeah, but Cher's name was Cher before she made it. That's true. Madonna's name was was Madonna. She just didn't change it. I mean, they're known by their their first name. So is he, I suppose. Um, no, Stevie the dog. Stevie the dog. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Don't call Kanye Kanye. Mm, so that's that's culture. Well, it is probably culture because it's he's culture. he's in that kind yeah. of yeah. Okay. He is uh, a musical genius, a self-proclaimed musical genius, but a musical genius nonetheless. Yeah. Mm. What is your culture piece I'll tell you what I'm going to do two culture pieces I've had one here for a while and it's going to go out of date right so we'll do two of them Um, and I know you'll like the first one a baseball sized clump of hair that came from the head of Elvis Presley sold for how much and I know we've done something similar before but not this one Uh, $400,000 no okay (laughs) $30,000 no (laughs) I like what you did there $75,000. $72,500. I got it. 3rd time lucky. You did. Elvis Presley <laughs> jar of hair with extensive documentation sold in auction. Um, it, the auction also included the sale of the performer's iconic jumpsuit from his 1972 Madison Square Garden performance. How much did that go for? That went for 45000 Oh, this is jumpsuit, baby. Well, he wore, wore it on stage. Do you know, do you know the jumpsuit that he wore? I've I ever know seen? exactly yeah. the white yeah, exactly. collar. Like yes. that's going to go for less than his hair. Yeah, I see well, your point. the hair is gross. Like if you want to buy the hair, you're obviously a real fan. So you're going to cough enough money. Hundred and twenty grand. One million twelve thousand five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, I understand that one. A creepy clump of hair in a jar. I understand less. Yes. But the jumpsuit, who bought it and what are they going to do with it? Well, well, hold on for a second while you hear this piece. The auction house said the baseball-sized clump of hair was collected over the course of multiple haircuts by Homer Gillian Persons, Presley's personal barber for more than two decades. Hair was kept in a plastic bag, gifted it to Thomas Morgan, a close friend of both the singer and the barber. If someone gave me a clump of my friend's hair after they'd passed away, I would not know how to react. I think you'd react, you'd be very grateful. I'd be gracious in the moment. Exactly. And then when they went, you go, ugh. Weird. Yes, exactly. Yes. The jumpsuit, however, that's, yeah, that's a lot of money. I'd be very interested to know why, who, and what are they going to do with it? Hold on for a second. Will you hear this? The extensive documentation, including the hair, uh, which has since been transferred to a sealed jar, includes plane tickets from occasions when Presley bought the hairdresser on brought the hairdresser on the road with him to cut his hair, and a certificate of authenticity signed by John Resnikoff of University Archives. And this is the key piece: the world's most trusted authority in the field of hair collecting. Oh God! There's very few. Like I have quite a strong stomach traditionally, but cut hair makes me want to throw up violently. Why? 
I don't know. It's gross. It's scratchy. I can just imagine it in the back of your throat. <laughs> gross. I hate it so much. I'd be a terrible hairdresser. I'd be like, oh, no. I'm not cutting your hair. Gross. <laughs> Man. The only hair I don't mind is my dog hair. And she doesn't shed either. I, got, I specifically got a non-shed oh, dog. Give me a dog that so. doesn't shed. Yeah. Yeah. Hypoallergenic dog. All right. Gross. I hate hair. I hate disembodied hair. That's why you don't get your own cut very often, is it? <laughs> but if I do, I hate, and then you stand up and you have to shake it all off you and it's gross. It's just one thing that makes me want to retch violently. I get mine done every two weeks. I know, mm. yes, because you're a groomer. Used to be three, it's now two. Um, it was, yeah. I'll give you the um, the next one, right? And you will like yes, this please. as well, but I, I, this one was just too short, but it was a nice one. Okay, excellent. Most of us don't stray far from raisins and berries when it comes to sprucing up our porridge. Oh, I do like this one. I knew you would. But a savoury dish containing mushrooms and white wine has won this year's World Porridge Making Championship. Really? Yeah. I do love the Porridge Making Championship. I got to do a report on it once. It was great. Did you? <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, I got to interview people over the phone. Yeah, well, I still. I didn't get to do very much of it. But yeah, that was quite a traditional year where something like, I can't remember what one, but it was something to do with a bit of fruit. What's this white wine and Well, let me see. Other, ingre- other ingredients in the oat arancini, I think it is, made by Dutch food blogger Miriam Groot. Yeah, a groovy. She's groovy. She's from da- <laughs> Amsterdam. Included vegetable stock, lemon zest and pepper. Arancini are stuffed Italian rice balls that are coated in breadcrumbs and deep fried. In hers, Miss Groot used pinhead oatmeal instead of rice. Wow, I do love arancini mm. very much. Does that count as porridge just because there's oats well, in it? Well, they're saying those taking part in the virtual, usually golden, Spurtle 2021 were asked to, to submit footage of themselves making a favourite. Yeah, they said um, it was the one they most wanted to try. The judges said um, competition usually takes place in the Scottish Highlands. It's gone online, blah de blah Yeah, she won. She won. Wow. It doesn't sound like porridge to me, but I suppose it's use. Technically, it's not porridge. It's just using the, the oats, isn't it, really? Yeah, I use oats making soda bread. Does that mean I'm eligible to enter? Yeah. Don't know. But I like arancini very much. Discovered that mm. in Sicily on my 30th birthday and it blew my mind. There you go. I use Continues oats. to. I use oats making stew. Do you? Yes. I imagine it would bulk it out very nicely. If, well, if you put it in, what it does is it thickens it. Yes. And not too much. And it also colours it. It makes it a, a kind of a light brown. It makes it really nice. Wow. I'd love to try that sometime. I do. Just, just normal stew, just throw them in early and it just colours it. it. It gives it a nice colour and it makes it look... Just Some stews are very watery. That's true. I like a thick stew. Mm, and this is thick. Bit Delicious. Like, bit like myself. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> very quickly running out of time. Do you want to do your your uh, bit? Because we're not going to get to mine. From RT.ie, yet again, one of the world's last two northern white rhinos is dropped from the race to save the species. So there's a mother and a daughter... And Najin is the mother, she's the ripe old age of 32, and she is now being dropped from the program. So what they're trying to do is extract rhino embryo or create rhino embryos and then implant them into other species of rhinos so that the species will live on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, neither of the women have been able to carry a calf to term, so they've had to do this surrogacy thing. And they are the most endangered mammal in the world because of poaching and there's people trying to get the horns and all of that. So because Najin is old, 32, and she's sick. <laughs> Feeling so, old now, Neve. Yeah, I know, I'm way past my oh, yeah. 
Spelled by date as a rhino. But uh, Fatu, the daughter, has been more successful. They've got 12 pure northern white rhinos, which are actually gray and not white. They've got the embryos and they're hoping that the project will succeed and that they'll be able to deliver their first white rhino calf in three years in a wider population in the next few decades. Although, are they not very closely related if it's all from the same two women? But I don't know about rhinos, but that sounds weird to me. However, good luck to them. Whatever Listen. happens, good luck saving to them. Saving the rhinos. Exactly. Yes. Oh, saving the planet, Neve, saving the rhinos. Saving the white rhinos, which are not white, but gray. You like, I like the look of a rhino. They run very quickly, though. They're very much more dangerous than we give them credit yes, for, I think. Indeed. Um, and they look like dinosaurs. Uh, my brother, in fact, used to call them rhinosauruses. Uh, I think out of um, when he was cute and small. Now he's cute and big. Hmm. But yeah, they're old. Yes. And they're, they're leathery. Leathery and they, they're uh, fast. They are. They remind me of hippos as well. I have a soft spot for a hippo. Yes, I have a soft spot for a hippo. Mm. Uh, very much so. Um, and I like a giraffe. Yeah, I remember seeing them in in, uh, in Dublin Zoo the last time I was out there. Uh, could be a couple of years ago. Uh, having a row and beating each other with their with their necks. That is amazing to see. Yeah. That is yeah. Someone tried someone some rhino no some giraffe <laughs> tried to beat us up because I had a friend who's with me at the time who said, "Oh, rhinos swing their necks like this when they're they're mad and they're fighting." So rhinos or giraffes. Sorry, I can't, I can't even talk. I'm trying to do this so quickly to stick it into the podcast. <laughs> have loads of time, yeah. And giraffes, they swing their necks and he did the movement yeah. and then all of the giraffes ran to one side and then the, the, the big giraffe came over and started swinging his neck at us because he saw the movement and it was amazing. Right, where was that? I'm oh, really sorry, we threatened, we, I accidentally threatened rhinos in Dublin Zoo. It wasn't me, but I was in the company of someone. Who yes, you have that look about you though. I do, right. rhinos, Jesus. Giraffe threateners. We're giraffe threateners, not rhino threateners. You do look that way, though. I do. I have a glint in my eye. You do. I know what I'll do. I'll go to Dublin Zoo and I'll sort out those giraffes. (laughs) And he just did this swinging motion with his arm and the giraffes got really upset and then we felt bad. But it was amazing to see their reaction. Well, there you go. Sorry about that. Okay. Apologies to Dublin Zoo. Yeah, big apologies. Oh, and to yeah. the giraffe population of Ireland. Well, you're barred, but they don't know what they what you look like and they won't know you when you have your plastic surgery after your witness protection program. That's true. Plus, I go at night time to see the lights at Christmas time, which I absolutely love. So they mightn't know me in the dark. I was going to say, I haven't done that. How good really is Really good. Yeah. It's worth doing. It's magical. Yeah. yeah. I imagine as a kid it would be incredible, but it's um, an ideal date night, I would say. Oh. For maybe like a third date or something. That's what I would do. <laughs> And then enough. get some hot chocolate afterwards. Exactly. Uh, wouldn't be that wouldn't be the ideal date that that going to Jurassic Park would be. <laughs> I would prefer <laughs> yes. to go to Jurassic Park because I do have a slight dinosaur obsession. Exactly. That that was the one we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. It was one of your first dates, wasn't it? That you went to Jurassic Park and. That was. Uh, Lord oh, of the it wasn't. Rings. It was Lord of the Rings. Jurassic Sorry, Park. Apologies. I went to with my aunt, and I was like, "Right, we'll go to that again." Mm-hmm. And I think I've probably seen that movie about forty times yeah. at this point. I think I've seen it about 40 times as well, not necessarily by choice. It was my eldest daughter's favourite when she was about oh. three or four. <laughs> yes. That's you know what that means. That's favourite at three. Yeah, it means she's um, the violent tendencies. Yeah, very much so. Um, <laughs> well, maybe she was, she was more than that. Actually, it was around probably just before the other one was born, so she could have been five. It was a great movie. Hmm. I think I saw it when I was six and it came out, six or seven, and I was like, right, this is a game changer. This is it. See, I used to get the videos for to review them. Because oh, yeah, I, that, of that was part of, my, part of my job to review things. And uh, anyway, that was the story there. Right, shall we leave it there? 
sorry for taking up the time that you could have spent. Not at all. Listen, I didn't. I get two culture pieces in. You did get three pieces in, in fairness to you. Yeah, there you go. And one of them made me want to get sick, but I liked it. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, That is just about our lot for today. I'm Neve Bennett. I don't know why I said that, but I couldn't remember what else to say, so I just said my name. That's what I used to do in radio. I'd be like, oh, it's Neve. So I ran out of things to say. <laughs> okay. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, no, I know what's happening now. Oh, yeah. Okay. What time is it? What day is it? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like a tick, a variable tick. Exactly. That I just had. <laughs> well, it has been said. You're a bit thick. Um, <laughs> I knew I'd get a laugh. I didn't mean it. Uh, your suggestions or stories, welcome at lookit at uniquemedia.ie. Follow us on Twitter at lookitpodcast. Subscribe and leave a rating or review on your pod- podcast platform of choice. Uh, and uh, Sideshow uh, Social Media Mel will be looking after all your social media input, etc. Thanks, Social As she Media does. Mel. Exactly. Doing a fantastic job. As always. That's it. She says awful trouble getting a new bed. Maybe, actually, I'll do that piece next week. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I do have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, well, she was buying furniture and she hasn't been overly pleased. And she's an angry young lady at the best of times. So <clears throat> um, it took a long time to get there. That's all I'll say. Actually, we might, uh, might, we might bring her in and get her to do it because it'll be amusing. Well, I'd love to hear her ranting about a bed. Because if there's one thing you want to get right in your house, it's your bed. Yep. If you have an uncomfortable bed, your life is not going to be good. This is it. Not only once, but twice from two different suppliers. Gosh. She... Um, been very unfortunate. Did she try them out beforehand? Anyway, well, oh, yeah. mail this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, she tries them out all right. Heard in the hubby go and have a lie on them <laughs> and whatever. Oh, but they pick them out. It's just getting them from the store to the house right. and then even being in there. It's a, it's a great story. I'll, I'll, I'll ask her to go through it with me again and then I'll tell you about it next week. Or again, we might bring her in together to do it. Yes, absolutely. Hmm. We, we might even mention the suppliers' names just to make sure that they're going to be annoyed because I'm surely sure they're annoyed at her shouting at her shouting at them well there goes our sponsorship deal exactly that's it okay we better say nothing that's <laughs> our lot we're well over I'll see you next week you mind yourself see yourself. you next week bye look it look it look it look it look it look it, look it. Look it. Will, will you listen? listen produced by Unique Media Unique Media